Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go Go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited for you to listen in on today's guest interview that I did with Brittany Dixon, where she is going to share the three P's of productivity. This is such a great episode if you have been struggling to get things done, specifically in your own business. I know that handling our clients' business is one thing, but really we need to focus on our own business too so that we can see success and we can stay organized. And that's what Brittany is going to share with us in today's episode. So I'll introduce you to Brittany and then we'll dive on in. So as a business system strategist and the host of the Productivity Podcast, Brittany Dixon helps highly driven visionary entrepreneurs implement day-to-day operations management, project management, systems and processes, and simple strategy to free up time to do big things in their own zone of genius. Brittany leverages her super organizer powers to grow businesses so they can scale and soar. When she's not working with her clients or being active in her Productivity Pod community, she loves camping with her family and spending time with her husband and twin girls. You're going to love this conversation. Get out a pen and paper and let's dive on in. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. I have some exciting news to share with you. And I first, before I even share the news with you, I want to say thank you because this news would not be possible without all of you that keep coming back to the podcast, that share the podcast, that have loved listening to what I'm sharing here on this podcast. This would not be possible without you. So the exciting news without further ado is that we have reached 100,000 downloads on the podcast. That's right. It blows my mind even saying that. But that is so amazing that 100,000 times this podcast has been downloaded and listened and shared and spread the message of what we are trying to do here. And I just could not be more grateful. So you know I love to celebrate. I love to celebrate big wins and small wins. This is a big win. This is a huge milestone. I never, ever thought that we would get here when I started this podcast two and a half years ago. But I am so glad that you are here with me and along for the ride. So let's celebrate. So we are giving away an amazing, amazing prize package. It is incredible. And there's three chances to win. So three different winners are going to come out of this and the rules to apply are super simple. If you've been around the block for a while, if you've been with me, the rules of my giveaways are super simple. I want it to be really easy for you to get entered and to win. 
So I'm going to break it down for you right now. All you have to do to get entered into win is to review the podcast. Now, I used to always tell people to do it on Apple Podcasts, but you can also do this on Spotify, but you just have to review the podcast. You have to write a written review. So when it gives you the chance to actually hit write, you have to type something out. Tell us why you love the show, why you keep coming back, why you are so happy that we continue to put this content out for you each week. And before you hit submit, you have to take a screenshot of it. The reason why I tell people to do this is it does take a little time for the podcast reviews to register online and to show up. So I don't want you to feel like, oh, I'm it's taking too long. So take a screenshot of it before you press submit and then post that up in your Instagram stories. Now you do have to tag me in that story so that I can see it and that's how you're going to get entered. So first question you might be asking is, well, Aubrey, I was around last time you did a giveaway. I've already reviewed the podcast. Great. Go find your review that you wrote. Go take a screenshot of that and post that up in your stories. That will be your entry. So that's right off the bat. But we're running this whole giveaway for a week. So you have a chance to enter in from now all the way through March 28th. So we're going to announce the winner on March 28th. So you technically have until March 27th at midnight, um, which is technically March 28th. But anyways, (laughs) um, you can enter in each day. You can share a podcast episode on your stories. You can get on your stories and you can share why you love this podcast. You can share it on your Instagram. You can share it on socials. Just, Just make sure that you're tagging me anytime you do that, because if you don't tag me, I can't see it. And that's how we're going to tag up your entry. So every day you can enter in. So we're running this from Sunday the 20th. So some people who were in the podcast community got a little bit of an um, jump start on this, but don't worry. Don't you feel like you're late to the game? And even if you're listening to this and it's March 24th or 25th, you can still enter. So don't feel like, oh, I can't enter. It's a few days in. I'm going to not have a chance to win. Go ahead and enter anyways. Um, enter in to win for this entire week. This is a great kickoff to spring for our 100,000 downloads. And on March 28th, we will announce the winners. And here's what you have a chance to win. There are going to be three different prizes. Two of those prizes are going to be free one-on-one 30-minute phone calls with me, 30-minute Zoom calls, coaching calls, strategy calls, um, basically where you can pick my brain and ask me anything. Um, This is a really great opportunity because right now I do not open up coaching to anyone other than my students. So you have to be a student within one of my programs in order to get one-on-one coaching with me. So if you're not a student, if you're just a loyal listener, um, this is a chance for you to get that one-on-one time with me. So we'll have two winners of a 30-minute call with me, and then we'll have one winner who will get access to the prep course. So that is the course for starting your business and you're going to get access to it just in time because we're going to be uploading all of the new content very, very soon. So you'll get access to that. And I'm just so excited for whoever wins all three of these lucky winners. So get your entries in. Um, The details for this will also be on my Instagram will also be in the Facebook community. So any questions you have, bring them there. But all you have to do is review the show, share the show on your Instagram, make sure you tag me and then you can enter each day by sharing the show again just to help get that message out and again I appreciate you so so much thank you so much for sharing this show already and for listening and downloading it to get us to this point where we have 100,000 downloads I'm so uh, every time I say it it just blows my mind so thank you thank you thank you and happy giveaway day Hey, Brittany, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so happy to have you today and for my audience to hear all about you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So I would love for you to just share a little bit about who you are so my audience can get a chance to get to know you if they don't already know you. So tell us all the good stuff about who you are and how you got to where you are today. 
Absolutely. Okay. So my name is Brittany Dixon. I'm the CEO of Brittany and co. Um, I've been a business owner for about six years, although it looked very different in the beginning. Um, I actually came from a hospitality event and wedding planning background. I worked for a corporate company doing that and I did not fit into the molded corporate box. So I was actually let go in July of 2016. Um, I had started a side hustle organizing homes prior to that. Uh, there was some shifting happening and just wanted kind of like a plan B. And really, I had no intention of ever creating that into a full business. Uh, but when I got let go, I dove straight into it. And I started the company called Clutter Control. So I literally did like Marie Kondo inside of people's houses, did the whole organizing thing. Um, I'm actually a mom of twins. So I, it wasn't really a luxury to be organized. It was kind of a necessity. <laughs> um, and I realized that that skill was transferable and I could actually make money from it. So started doing that and then quickly realized I had no idea what I was doing running a business. So I essentially hired a business coach. Um, and then I fell into this online space somehow with searching for a business coach. Um, and then I just realized that business owners have the same problems as moms at home did was the back end, just organization and systems wasn't there and it was holding them back. So um, kind of transitioned and started doing that and then started a podcast and group coaching and courses and consulting and all the things. So um, I actually live right outside of Columbus, Ohio. Like I said, mom of twins, dog mom. I love board games. I think we've got 90 now, kind of crazy. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, but yeah, our mission is really just to help people work smarter, not harder, and to have that freedom-based business and not have a business that creates burnout. Love that. Need you to come into my house, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Number two, what's your favorite board game? <laughs> oh, goodness. There's so many good ones. We just got one called Parks. So we're also big campers and it's like all the national parks. Um, and then the other one would probably be Forbidden Island. It's super fun. They're all ones that like no one's actually heard of. So yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I haven't heard of them. And how, how old are your twins? My twins are going to be nine next month, but they're like going on 13 Two girls. <laughs> like it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah. I was going to say, cause, um, we're, we're stuck on Candyland and shoots and ladders here. Cause my boys yeah. are five and three. So I'm waiting. Cause I do, I like board games. I like being competitive and yeah. I grew up. It's so funny. I grew up on, um, our two games that we played were Monopoly and Yahtzee. And that's how I, my parents were like teaching us how to like do like mental math. Cause like we had to add up all our points and we had to be the banker and, um, it was always Friday night game night. And so I love that, that you guys have that too. Yes. Yeah. We actually just implemented it for this year. I'm like, we are doing this once a week, every single week, because we have so many and we just never found the time to play them. So it's on the calendar now reoccurring every Thursday. <laughs> love that. Okay. So let's, let's shift into what you do now and kind of yeah. around this whole thing of, of business owners being productive. So what would you say yeah. you see is kind of like the number one struggle when you have a business owner that comes to you and they're like, just overall struggling with getting things done, staying organized. Um, what are, what is something that you kind of see across the board with those business owners? Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting. I've worked with so many people and I've built out complex systems and automations and project management tools and CRMs. And I will be honest with you, that stuff's great, but it literally all comes back to time management, every single thing. And the reason that business owners are not meeting their goals is because they don't have the clarity and they haven't put it into their routine. 
Um, we actually just created this days by design workshop where it's literally building out the lifestyle you want and then building out the business that you want. And then both of those things, those need to go on the calendar. Um, and you find out very quickly how little time we actually have. And we all try to overschedule ourselves. We fill it in, but we still have all of these other things that have to happen. Um, I honestly think everything comes back to time management. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, that it's funny because before we press record, I had to go, I'm like, you know, I am, I'm on very limited time. I'm still kind of in that like nap time hustle type thing. I have a little bit more flexibility. My oldest is in school. My youngest is still at home with me. He does do a little, um, preschooly thing a couple hours a week, but, um, when I really like look down to what I have, it's these just like small windows of time. And sometimes it feel like once you start to, you know, fill in, okay, like I've got a call here, I've got to do this here. And then I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. When, are, when are things actually getting done? And I love that you brought up to that, you know, you can have all these other, like, you know, you can have the Trello boards, you can have all the things, but if you really don't know how to manage your time, you're really going to, str- even if you have these things in place, you're going to struggle. And I think one of the biggest things that people don't think about is everything that goes on your calendar really has three pieces to it. There's the prep work, there's the actual meeting, and then there's the recap. Like everything that you do, whether it's a client meeting, a podcast review or podcast interview, a workshop, like whatever you're doing that's on your calendar, there's going to be some level of prep work, some level of doing the actual thing on your calendar. And then the after the fact where you're having to send things or have action items from it. So, um, I think we all try to like stack, and I am totally guilty of this, um, stack things together to be productive, but then we're really losing so much time because we are not buffering and adding time to do all of those before and after things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really hard. It's really difficult to manage your time and you have to be very clear on your lifestyle and business goals to be able to block that out really well. Yeah. I think that's one thing that I struggled with at the beginning too, is especially throughout working from home is kind of where does that boundary, you know, lie? Yeah. Um, I would so often, I, I, one thing I definitely knew that I needed to do was I needed to create a separate space for myself because I knew like, if I'm, if I'm doing the whole like laptop on the couch thing, like there's going to be no, n- no <laughs> division between when, when I'm doing it. And I'd be like, Oh, I can just, so having the space to come up, like I come up to my office, everybody knows I'm in my office. I'm working like don't bother mom. Yep. <laughs> um, hopefully knock on wood with, you know, little guy naps across the way here. Um, but, but I definitely struggled with that too. And, and it created a lot of stress. Like it, I, what I found too, is it bled over into like, if I, if yeah. things weren't running well in my personal life and family, it bled over into work and vice versa. So do you have any tips for how we can kind of juggle that? Because a lot of the people who listen to my podcast are moms. They've got little ones that are, they're trying to work from home. or trying to make that schedule work um, and trying to find the balance of all those things. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it is setting those really clear boundaries. Um, and it's very hard, especially in the beginning stages of business to have boundaries because you're trying to build this thing and you're hustling and you're doing everything to build your business. Um, but you've got to have like that start and end time that you're working. And that's why it's so important to put it on the calendar, like your morning routine and when you start work and your evening routine and when you end work, like that all needs to be on your calendar physically, because I think once it's there, we have such better boundaries. Does stuff still get moved? Absolutely. Are we going to shift things around? Yes. But when we see it, like if we have a calendar appointment, we're going to go to it or we're going to reschedule, like we're going to take action on it. 
So we've got to start putting it on the calendar, whether that is like a separate calendar where you can kind of see your ideal schedule, if it's on your actual calendar, like we've got to take action and put it into that space so that we can see it and have those boundaries. Now, are you a paper planner or a digital planner or both? I know this is like such a controversial topic. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So I basically, everything has to go into Asana Google Calendar. So if it's not in those two places, it's not going to happen. Now I will say I have my iPad. So at the end of my day, when I do my three P's of productivity routine, I will really go in and like map out the following day and write it into my iPad into GoodNotes. Um, and that's just for me, like visually, I can like put tasks between where stuff's going to happen. Um, so I'm kind of a mix of both because I do like the writing, but I could never do an actual paper planner at this point. No, see, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm shifting. I'm getting better. I, I started working, um, with someone to kind of help me schedule things. And they're like, we yeah. need to get you digital. And I'm like, can, yeah. I, can I do both? I know I'm making more work for myself, but it's, I like being able to like see it on my desk and have it open. Yeah. But yes, I definitely see the advantage of having everybody having access to it. And it has been a nice transition to kind of see it all and how things can link up. Now you mentioned yeah. to about planning your day. And then you mentioned the three P's of productivity. So can we yeah. kind of jump into that? Cause I would love to hear more about yeah. that. Yeah. For sure. So everybody hears morning routine, morning routine, morning. There's always buzz around it, right? Like the 5am club and get up early and you can have an extra hour. And sometimes as moms, that's just not possible, right? Like we've been up late, we're tired. We need our sleep. Like honestly, sleep is probably one of the biggest drivers of productivity. Um, so I've kind of flipped that. And my most important routine for me is end of day when I'm closing up at the end of my business day. Um, three P's stand for process, plan, and prepare. Um, so really process is going through everything that's happened in the day, right? Like how many calls have you been on and you've talked to so many people and written so many notes and read so many emails. Like you really just need time to process that and take action items from those notes and put them where they need to go. Um, honestly, when I started doing this biggest game changer ever stuff stopped slipping through the cracks. I stopped feeling stressed when I closed the laptop. Like I knew it was in its place at that point. Um, so really processing the day and putting stuff where it needs to go. Then the second piece of that is to plan. And this is going through now I have a weekly planning process, but we all know you can plan out the perfect week. Monday comes and all the dominoes go down the side. Right. Um, so I basically am recalibrating my plan at the end of every single day. So I'll go in and make sure my Google calendar is good. Make sure I've added buffer time. If I'm driving or between meetings. Um, And then I'll just map out my day on my iPad and say like, between these calls, this is what I'm working on between these calls. This is what I'm doing. Um, And really just making sure I have a really solid plan. And then the last piece of that is prepare, which sounds a lot like plan, but for me, this is preparing any materials needed to execute the plan. Um, So if I have a podcast interview, do I have an outline for that? Do I have notes? Do I need anything? Um, If I'm getting on a client call, do I have bullet points of what we're going to be talking about? And I'll really set my good notes up with everyone's folders and make sure everything's kind of good to go. Um, And then just really kind of wrapping up the day, charging devices, all that kind of stuff. But the end of day routine, I feel like has been such a game changer because I've been able to be proactive and say like, oh, we did all of this. It's all in its place. My day is ready to go now. And I was able to shut it off. And honestly, the anxiety like plummeted when I started doing that. And I was able to actually shut it off without feeling stressed. I love that. And I think it's going to resonate a lot because a lot of my listeners are 
current teachers or, or former teachers. Cause that's m- my background. Yeah. And, you know, I, there were some school districts where they, you know, they wanted your lesson plans for the whole week. And it was really hard because I knew I'm like, I'm going to get through Monday and Tuesday and everything else that I had planned is going to, I'm yep. going to have to rearrange because so-and-so had an, had to leave early for an appointment or we had a fire drill or whatever. Um, yep. So I was always kind of, you know, I had my rough sketch of like, here's what I hope yeah. <laughs> will happen. This yeah. week. But you know, every day it was kind of reevaluating and seeing um, what, what happened today, what went well. So I know that's really going to resonate um, with, with my audience for sure, because you know, I, I've really struggled with doing the morning routine too. I like my sleep. And if I do get up, if I do get up early, it's usually going to be to work out because that's when I have the time to be able to do it. So I love this kind of, it kind of takes that pressure off of us. And, and I've always said that too, you know, some people want that clear cut of like, when, when should I be working? When should I be doing this? And it's sometimes it really is going to be what works best for you. And I know in the beginning of my business, you were, I would listen to all these gurus telling me use this program and do this. And then I was, I felt like I was fighting it because it was not me and it wasn't working for me. And I would spend all this time like stressing and trying to like make it happen where if I just kind of would have listened to what felt natural for me, which is along the lines of what you were talking about and kind of doing that, that processing at the end of the day, I probably would have found a little bit more success sooner. (laughs) And I think it, it, I think it's huge too, because what I was seeing is so many entrepreneurs would sit down at their desk at nine o'clock after the kids have been dropped off and they got their coffee, whatever that looks like, right? Like they sat down and they didn't have a plan. And then it's just emails and team and communication and text and people like everyone wants your attention at that point. And when you start your day like that, and then you're like, oh, it's 2 PM and I got nothing done. And you do that every single day over and over, like you will get burnt out. You will not meet your goals. Like it, you cannot start your day like that. So when I started doing this and I had a plan, even if the kids had a two hour delay, even if I was late or running behind or had to go get something or run errands, like I knew that it was prepared and ready and I could just show up right at nine o'clock. Right. So I think it's really just, it it has to work for you because if it doesn't work for you, you're just going to download the next app, talk to the next person, listen to that. Like, you're just going to keep consuming productivity information and none of it's going to (laughs) help. It doesn't help if you have 17 productivity apps, if you're not using any of them or trying to use all of them. Right. For sure. Now, I know you had mentioned a couple, like you use um, good notes, which is for your iPad, which it's so funny. As soon as you said that too. Um, so, so I'm on TikTok pretty regularly and there's this one sound that goes around that's talking about this guy. And he's like, I figured out like, what is missing in my life? Like, he's like, I, it's an iPad. He goes, anytime I see people who have their life together, they have an iPad. (laughs) So I literally just thought of that too. When you were talking, I'm like, she's got an iPad. She's got her life together. (laughs) And it just, it, that's the other, besides time management, the other piece of it is that people take notes in a million places. Every client that I've worked with is like, oh, I have sticky notes everywhere and notebooks, like 37 of them. And like all of the stuff everywhere. And I can never find anything. I'm like, well, can we like condense it to one spot? (laughs) And that's honestly, like I create a new notebook for each of my clients so that all of their notes are within one notebook. Um, I've got a new notebook for each month for like general notes. I've got one for each team member, like It just helps you to have one place to go to write things and organize things. And I just star it if it needs action on it. Um, But yeah, I I don't know if I could live without my iPad and goodness (laughs) at this point. (laughs) I love it. Is there any other tools that you would recommend? I mean, like I was, when I was first getting started, 
I, everybody was like, use Trello, use Trello. And I was like, okay, I'm going to use Trello. And like I said, I like tried so hard to make Trello work for me for some reason. And like my brain wasn't computing and I I just don't think I was using it efficiently. So I use Asana and I love Asana. Um, but is there anything else that you use with your clients that really helps them to kind of stay organized and get, keep everything together? Yeah. So I'm a huge Asana fan now. I actually used to be the Trello girl. I have an old course called talk Trello to me. Um, it is not about the tool not about the tool. It's not about the tool. They all do the same thing. They're all trying to keep up with each other. They all are trying to add the bells and whistles. Um, it is literally the system that you put inside it, how you're setting up the workflows and it is consistency and actually using it and being inside of it. So, um, what I would suggest is one, you have to do one, the people that are like, Oh yeah, I use notion for personal and I use ClickUp for business and I use Asana. I'm like, no, pick one. They all do the same thing. So it needs to be in one spot and then really utilizing it every single day. And it is a moving target trying to manage tasks. Like it just, that's the nature of project and task management is that you just have to have it in a spot and you've got to get yourself into a routine of actually using it. Perfect. I love that. Um, And as we start to kind of wrap things up here, if you kind of had one tip that you would give somebody who's getting started or kind of like just trying to figure out that schedule and that flow for them so that they can be successful, feel productive. Um, I, I know that's kind of a loaded question, but if you yeah. had <laughs> maybe, maybe one or two, if you, if you feel like you yeah. got to kind of narrow it down here that you would kind of give to that busy entrepreneur that wants to be more productive, but maybe needs yeah. a little bit of help. Yeah. And this is kind of a high level one, but, um, I use my BCO method. So it stands for business development, client services and operations happens to also be my branding works out well. Um, but basically every single thing you do in your business should be organized into these three buckets. Um, business development is going to be anything that's growing the business, being on podcasts, doing workshops, teaching people, networking, sales, all of that. Client services is obviously taking care of your clients and customers and then operations is everything backend admin, bookkeeping, all of that jazz. So I time block this way. I actually don't time block in the traditional, like I'm going to work on Susie stuff during this half hour. And, um, I will block out a a client chunk of time and then I'll work on all client stuff because that's really the biggest thing is batching when you're moving from sales and prospecting and content to client work to operations, like your brain can't function, like pick a bucket to work in, spend a chunk of time doing it. And you're going to be way more productive just doing that. So Um, I also organize literally everything, my Google drive folders, my email folders, my bookmark folders, my Asana, it is all blocked off in the BCO buckets. (laughs) I love that. That's an interesting, cause sometimes like you hear about these, all these buckets, but that, that breaks it down. And that makes it to me feel a little less like overwhelming. Every business has those. I don't care if you sell products. I don't care if you do makeup. I don't care. Like every single thing is going to be growing your business taking care of your clients and customers and backend operations to make the business run. And when you have a smaller top level of things to choose from, it makes it easier to then get in detail with that, right? Like if I'm in the business development time block, now I can go create content and I'm gonna, like, you're in that same mode and it just is so much easier than trying to switch back and forth. Um, and then organizing everything in that same way too. Like, you know, you need to find content. It's going to be in the B folder. If you know you need a client thing, it's going to be in the C folder. Like everything just is so much more simplified. Um, less is more. Less apps, less programs, saying less, saying yes to less things, less notebooks. Like the more you can simplify your business, the easier it's going to be to scale. 
I love that. Cause I'm, I'm definitely on that, on that team, especially like with yeah. my, my students, they come in and they're like, I'm offering like this service and this service and this service. Less offers. Like, yeah. <laughs> less offers. Yes. Less offers. Less more, like less is more. I'm a minimalist in so many ways other than board games. Cause I have 90. I don't know how that works out being a minimalist, but, um, less is going to be more. You're going to be able to fill those buckets faster than if you're trying to fill 37 at a time, you're gonna, you're gonna feel like you're burning out constantly. If you're trying to fill the buckets all at the same time, you have too many. Love it. So, so yeah. good. Well, this has been just such a great conversation. I, I'm like, Noah, I'm going to take something away from this for sure. And kind of <laughs> go back to yeah. the drawing board on some <laughs> things, but I love the way that you simplified it here with the BCO and then the three P's. So lots of really great stuff for my audience to take away. Um, I would love for you to share, you know, where we can learn more about you and what you have to offer and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I hang out on Instagram the most at brittanyandco.consulting. Um, we have a free community over on Mighty Networks. So it's very similar to a Facebook group, but without all the distractions. Um, so you can go to the productivitypodcommunity.co. Uh, it's got an app that you can download, put it right next to Facebook, all of that jazz. But we do a coffee chat, a happy hour, and an office hours every single month for our members for free. Um, and then just bcohq.co for my website. Love it. We'll link all of that up in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for everything you've shared today. It's been so great. And I know my audience is really going to appreciate this. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.